Jesus. There's absolutely nothing more beautiful than a life smeared with ashes. This is an annual ritual, this thing that we do, this smudging our foreheads. It might seem like a one-off, but no. This is really just our everyday life together. From the time we smell the chrism of baptism to the time we smell the chrism of death. And it is beautiful. It's beautiful because this day begins our quarantine. Time set aside for us to become whole and healthy once again. Quarantine comes from the Latin word for 40. And tonight, all the other 40s in Scripture begin to ring in to support us. Forty days and nights it rained for Noah. Forty days and nights for Moses on Mount Sinai, meeting with God. Forty years of wandering in the wilderness for Israel. Forty days of fasting and repentance for Nineveh after Jonah had been vomited up on their lap by a whale. And then, this next Sunday, the very first Sunday of Lent, 40 days of fasting and prayer for Jesus in the wilderness while Satan viciously tempts him. With our quarantine, our 40 days, from now until Easter, with fasting and prayer, we are joining our fellow travelers on a pilgrimage home to Eden via the cross and then joyfully the empty tomb. It may seem counterintuitive to start our long walk home with a dark smear unless we remember that in the old days ashes were used as soap. Then it all makes sense. If we want to get better then we ought to start by getting washed up. And if ashes are all we got, then ashes are what we'll use. The point, of course, is to always do our very best for the Lord, to do our best with what we've got here. And tonight, the ashes are an ancient reminder of that. Still, we can't ignore the other side of the coin. Ashes are also a sign of death. Earth to earth. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Those are the very last words I or your pastor after me will say to you when we touch you in your casket. With the sign of the cross as you're lowered into the ground to rest in peace and wait for the resurrection of your body on the last day. But if ashes are soap and not grime, then Judgment Day is for you and never against you. That is a thing from Luther for which we are very grateful. The reminder that we are saved only by the kind and healing touch of God's grace. As our Heavenly Father judges us righteous, as he makes our wrongs right, as he forgives us, 
This is what saves us. It's the touch of the gospel. And that touch has come to you at the font when you were named part of God's family. And tonight, from the lectern, when God rubbed your ears with His words, and soon at the Holy Supper, when His indestructible body and indestructible blood will make you indestructible too, and fearless, really. Fearless as we walk from here on our pilgrimage to Eden even through the valley of the shadow of death. And all, all of that is bundled up in that sign of the cross tonight as the ashes are pressed into your skin. That sign of the cross is alive with meaning. And it's alive with blessing. It's shorthand for Christ and all He's done for you. Those sins that you brought along with you here tonight, they're all erased. The worries that weighed you so heavily on your heart, lift it. That fear you feel, now dispel. And your despair? Really? Why? If Jesus is the righteous judge, and He is for you, and with you, and on you, and in you tonight then what in the world could possibly wound you beyond recovery? After all, nothing can separate you from the love of Christ. It's very important for us to see all of that, that all of that has presupposed by this night and by this gospel. Sometimes Christians use the gospel appointed for this evening as a silly excuse to not tithe or to fast or to give alms. And honestly, that is lazy and stupid and anti-Christ. Jesus loves and Jesus, is pra Jesus practices tithing and praying and fasting and alms. And... Part of his gift to you tonight is that he shares these good works with you as a blessing. So, if you and I are following Jesus' disciples on that long walk home to Eden, then we see and we say and we think and we do as Jesus sees and says and thinks and does. Because faith agrees agrees with our Lord and our Savior totally, completely, happily, obediently, healthfully, holy. So if you're a Christian, you do not use this text to stop tithing and stop praying and stop fasting and stop giving alms. Not at all. You use it to start, especially in Lent. You smear them all with ashes, and then you carry on. There is nothing more beautiful than a life smeared with ashes, because there is nothing more beautiful than a life marked by the cross. A life redeemed. A life grateful and humble. A life obedient. A life that is human 
and whole. A life of love. A life that does good. A life that follows. A life that agrees. A life that dies to sin and rises to Christ. A life that will endure anything, even death, even death on a cross, to rise again and then to be found among the faithful. Among the saints and angels before the face of God. Warm, true, enlivened, enlightened. On fire with divine love and home again with your heavenly Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. There's nothing more beautiful than a life smeared with ashes because there's nothing more beautiful than a life on the way home to Eden. And at the end of our quarantine together, our 40 days, I will meet you back here for Easter. You generous, loving, tithing, praying, fasting, almsgiving, humble, obedient, together and whole people, I will meet you here for a resurrection. The peace of God which passes all understanding, guard and keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.